You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. There are now 45,000 Uber and Lyft drivers in San Francisco. The number of licensed taxis, 1,800 and shrinking. But the troubled taxi industry is still fighting in court. And one of those fights is in federal court in San Francisco, where U.S. District Judge Edward Chen yesterday considered claims by Flywheel Taxi, a company that says it has the first app-oriented taxi fleet. Flywheel claims the state's Public Utilities Commission has created an uneven playing field letting Uber and other ride-sharing services escape the types of regulations that taxis must abide by. With us to talk about that case and other legal matters involving Uber is Bloomberg San Francisco courthouse reporter Joel Rosenblatt. Joel, thanks for being with us. Um, Well, just start by telling us what Flywheel's argument is in this case. Yeah, sure. So Flywheel is a taxi cab company here in San Francisco, as you said, and it's saying that, that it is providing essentially the same services as Uber, or that really kind of the inversion of that, that Uber is providing essentially a taxi service, but that the taxis are subject to far more rigorous uh, local regulation, and that that's a violation of its constitutional guarantee of, of equal protection under the law. And so it's seeking to undo um, a decision by a state agency that kind of made that, created that discrepancy uh, in regulation. Joel, part of the argument that seems logical is that there are these these uh, Ubers and, and Lyfts riding around with no regulations on them. Um, they have, they have, there might be issues of how well they drive or all different kinds of things that taxis aren't aren't subjected to, and there is there a concern about public safety? Well, there is. That's one of the. That's certainly one of Flywheel's kind of major arguments, and it, and it's not maybe you know it's not it's not kind of front and center as a legal argument, but it's but it kind of resonates in a practical sense. I don't know about where you are, but in San Francisco now, as you mentioned, the numbers, um, the, the the tens of thousands of Ubers and Lyft cars. Versus, you know, the, the it's really less than eighteen hundred now. Taxis, um, they're they're just everywhere. It seems like every third car has an Uber sticker on it, and they 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 uh, are pulled over oftentimes in very inconvenient places. Um, so that creates a, a traffic problems and and dangers, uh, especially for bicyclists. There's also an issue of the background checks. Uh, so so. Uh, the taxi cab companies are are required to subject their drivers to very to the most strenuous kind of rigorous uh, background checks, criminal background checks, uh, not as not as rigorous for Uber. So there's, they they make that claim too. So there's a number of 
yes. I mean, the answer is yes. There's a number of safety safety concerns on, on kind of in different in different areas. Joel, what was the ju- the judge's reaction to this equal protection argument in court yesterday? Yeah, good question. It's uh, it's very interesting. This is Judge uh, Edward Chen, who is deeply, deeply familiar with uh, Uber's uh, operations because he's handled uh, a number. He handles a lot of litigation involving Uber, including the very big employment classification uh, case, which we can talk about more if you want to. But he's, he's so deeply familiar with with the company. It's very, it's kind of I think useful and interesting. Um, it's a, he's a judge who pushes uh, both parties to extremes of their arguments, so it's hard to kind of figure out where he's going. But he, you know, he, you know in order to, to succeed in its argument, Flywheel has to say that, these, that, that it's, it is very similarly situated to Uber. So essentially they're the same types of companies, and they shouldn't be regulated differently. The, the state, the regulatory agency that Flywheel has sued, has to argue the, the opposite, right, that they're dissimilar. Um, that they, that there's a there's a key difference, and the key difference that it argues is that um, that taxis can get street hail. So, for example, if you want to ride off of the street, you can flag a, a taxi down. You're not allowed to do that with an Uber, and the state uh, agencies are arguing that's a big, big difference. And the judge, Judge Chen, seemed to be sympathetic ultimately to that point. We, we will see. And this is a motion to dismiss, so um, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm guessing that he lets it go forward, but, but he is very skeptical about uh, whether the taxi cab, whether Flywheel can succeed with, with that argument. Joe, you write that Flywheel has an unlikely ally and that it's the regulator, the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Authority. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that's the that's the local regulator of the taxis. They've they've always kind of regulated taxis, and they've been. You know, I think it would be fair to describe the the SFMTA as having been timid uh, up to this point. Um, you know, I mean, that's my assessment. That's certainly the assessment of of um, the taxi cabs. But they have been. They've been timid in going up against the state and the state agency in terms of um, trying to kind of reassert its control over over the rideshare companies. But the the problem that I described earlier, where you have so many now, you have so many Uber cars and Lyft cars, uh, frankly, creating adding to a lot of congestion. In this city, uh, I think the I think we're reaching maybe a tipping point where the local agency is is getting more aggressive in its uh, willingness to kind of assert itself, and so the the state agency, this is the California Public Utilities Commission, is kind of constantly evaluating these definitions and regulations and wondering whether whether it needs to be changed. And in recent comments, the SFMTA has been much more aggressive in saying, uh, really. These, these, uh, these Uber and Lyft ought to be regulated more like taxis. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty for, for, this, for this city agency, it's been a, a marked change in, in the language. Joel, you mentioned the other cases before Judge Chen involving Uber and its drivers. Can you just give us an update on, on where that stands? Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated, but, um, and so you can cut me off if I, if I go too long, but um, briefly, uh, this judge has allowed the, that case to go forward, right? So this is a, a lawsuit uh, challenging the driver's classification as, as independent contractors. They're arguing they should be treated as employees and, and, and afforded the benefits that employees get. His, his, 
his rulings, which have allowed the case to go forward as a class action in a big way, uh, uh, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of drivers um, have been appealed, and Uber has won some rulings on appeal. Um, it, it's complicated. I can go into into the appeals court status if you want, but it's kind of hung up there for right now. It's kind of frozen at the appeals court, uh, and, and so Judge Chen doesn't have much to do with that case for the time being. As it's been appealed, that case has been kind of picked apart um, in, in large part because of uh, uh, rulings that most of the drivers should be subject to arbitration. Um, it's still it's just a, it's just a long kind of complicated battle that's that's still going on right now, hung up at the at the federal appeals court, also here in San Francisco. Um, you know, we can talk about that more if you want. Joel, in in just about a minute, um, there are similar fights underway in New York, Boston, and Philadelphia, but. A Chicago federal appeals court threw out a challenge by a local taxi lobbying group. On what basis? Yeah, I, I'm not, uh, to be honest with you, I'm just not that familiar with that case. But I, I, I know the ruling you're talking about. And I think what's going to happen here, I'm, I would guess that, that uh, we're going to have a similar appeal here at the Ninth Circuit. Um, and so we'll see whether or not, um, you know, we get con- uh, split at the circuit court or, or um Our Uber goes two for zero. I want to thank Joel Rosenblatt, Bloomberg San Francisco legal reporter, for joining us today to talk about uh, Uber and the city of San Francisco and a challenge by a local taxi company to the regulations that apply to Uber. Uh, June, uh, Uber is all over the the courthouses in in the country. There is another case that maybe we can talk about on a different day. Uh, involving uh, allegations, a whistleblower allegation that um, uh, that, that employees were able to see uh, data, Uber's data, and and track the activity of celebrities and politicians and even ex-spouses. Uh, no word on whether anybody was trying to track Bloomberg Law uh, hosts with that. Uh, I was. I just. I mean, I live in New York City, and I'm still a fan of hailing a cab. It's it's just easier for me. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Can you whistle to get a cab? Let's not get personal. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be able to do that. Okay, coming up on Bloomberg Law, we're going to talk about the biggest patent verdict in history that happened yesterday. You're listening to Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.